First up, essential workers, frontline soldiers, heroes. The many monikers that have been given to people in healthcare over the past 18 months reveal not only the valor of their service, but also the essential role that they have played in helping our society navigate a pandemic. But who provides care for those who care for us? Joining us once again is Diane Johnson, founder of Carazio, an apostolate for Catholic healthcare professionals. Diane has spent 44 years as a registered nurse in critical and intensive care. Diane, welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Good morning, Patrick. Thank you for having us. It's always great to have have you with us. Thank you so much. So today, Diane, we're ta- talking again about healthcare professionals and the challenges they've faced throughout the pandemic thus far. Um, what types of concerns are you hearing from those who are in the medical field at the start of the pandemic versus now? Have attitudes shifted at all? That's a good question. I think um, a little bit. Now, I'm, what I'm hearing echoes of is, oh, here we go again <laughs> um, with the Delta variant. But um, I think that they've adapted so well. They're so resilient. Um, and, I, and I would say in the beginning, there was a lot of um, not commu- no community. How are we going to do this? And I can say in our Carazio community, we really just got creative. And I, I don't know if I, we, we do have a lot of women, we do have, you know, a portion of men, but I'm just going to put a plug in for feminine genius because we, we just did, you know, everything that we could to tweak being able to bring each other together. Because as you know, the backdrop of this, even before the pandemic, was this increasing secularization, the dehumanization, and that's what folks based all the time. So Carazio, if you want to summarize what we've been trying to do in the, before the pandemic, during the pandemic, and after the pandemic, is to provide an oasis of spiritual nourishment so they can become closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it in a nutshell. And we aren't looking at numbers, although we're doing the Holy Spirit's working powerfully for us. One of our... Um, one of our nurse practitioners, who's also got a talent in uh, pulling together flyers and graphics and stuff, put together a slideshow that I just got to see yesterday. I'm telling you, it gave me goosebumps. Because 2020, or a little before, we ha- I had, you know, I suppose to, by law, keep all of the records and pictures and flyers. And we have this incredible slideshow of all from bishops. Uh, Archbishop Flynn to Archbishop Hebda to all these beautiful priests in our archdiocese and beyond from Wisconsin and from out east. And I'm just going, this is not the work of any one human being. This mm. is the Holy Spirit. So when you ask what's, the, what's changed between then and now, I can answer for myself. is a much deeper reliance and trust on Christ, simple, uh, you know, trying to keep priority of prayer. Um, I think that's the challenge. And, you know, Carazio means healing, healing from the heart of Christ. So we, in our newsletters, have tried to devote, you know, back to our roots. What are we doing? Why are we doing this? Why are we trying to develop a relationship with Christ in the first place? Well, mm-hmm. it's the only way, in my opinion, <laughs> that you can survive what's going on. You yeah. can't make heads or tails of, of what um, 
everything surrounding you, even if before the pandemic, um, because we've sort of lost our our, uh, our way. I guess that was yeah. what I would say. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Thank you for that, Diane. Also joining us, Catherine Hake is on the phone with us as well. Uh, Catherine has her BS degree in exercise science from the University of Minnesota, spent much of her career designing and implementing programming for wellness centers throughout the Twin Cities, and she serves on the Carrazio Board. Catherine, hello to you as well. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Good to be Great here. Great to have you with us. And Catherine, I we I don't think we've spoken with you before. At least it's been a long time if we if we have. And um, so, just remind us how you came to be involved uh, with Carazio yourself. Right. So um, I uh, actually ran into Diane and her husband at morning mass one morning, uh, and um, I had met them briefly um, on a parish council at St. Charles Borromeo, and I had uh, seen uh, on the bulletin board advertisements for Carazio uh, apostolate um, through the years. Um, and I always thought it was this worldwide mission. I thought it was right. a big, huge deal. <laughs> and it is a big, huge deal, but it's, it's local. And and we, we started talking after Mass, and, um, and Diane asked me what I did, and I said I was in wellness, and I was developing a new type of mobility device that we're putting to market right now. And she said, um, well, we need you. And I said, but I'm in wellness. And she said, yeah, we need wellness in our, in our medical area very much. So, and now to come to find out now they've asked me to be the president. So I, I'm humbly <laughs> serving and, um, and it's been, it's been an honor, um, ah. to, to support and to, um, be included because I think we need, you know, a, a very holistic, um, approach. And we're right. seeing that even during this pandemic. And it's so important that we all take care of our own bodies and our, and that houses our soul, of course. So mm. um, it's uh, our, our retreats and everything that we provide. Now we've been doing it virtually. Um, it's been, it's been just an honor to be a part of, of such an important mission. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely. Quote. Go I'm ahead. Yeah. I'm just going to uh, try and paraphrase one of the, nurses that came to a retreat, I think it was last fall, Catherine, um, when Emily Pierre came, she had not heard of us, and she was so enthralled and uh, charmed by what she experienced during that retreat. She gave us a a little video, she sent us a YouTube um, that said, I didn't even know how much I needed this, but it was Mm. the perfect thing for me, and uh, um, she, we, ha- we've seen, this is the Holy Spirit at work. It's organic. I tell you that we don't have any big marketers or anything, but she is an example of the hunger that, that nurses and doctors and anyone in healthcare is looking for, but not finding it. Cause honestly, right now we live in a quite, and I'll say the word and I don't mean to underline it too much, but we live in quite a hostile healthcare environment. Hmm. And um, so we have to kind of restructure how we think about how are we going to have a priority of prayer or developing that relationship to the sacred heart. Any of that, you know, spiritual nourishment has to be a discipline and a routine. And you got to figure out, well, how are you going to maneuver through all of these things when your schedule is, you're on call 24-7 and you got to get a beat. 
you know, you have a, pay, a beep, beeper that's going to go off, and you're even when you're at work, you're surrounded by all kinds of extraneous distractions. It's not like we're in a monastery or a cloister, and then we get to submerge ourselves in prayer and then and then go and take care of the sick. We have sure. this environment in the secular world that we have to be dealing with, and at the same time, my hope in prayer, when you leave me to rest, is that a lot of people who've been coming to Caraccio would be able to say, I cared for Christ. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that we've got this, and I'm going to go back to, I'm sure you're familiar with Monsignor, the University of Mary's book, the, uh, the From Christendom to Apostolic Mission, and mm-hmm. in there, Monsignor Shea talks about how our culture now needs the, the the new eyes, the new vision, to be able to see beyond the material and the what you can count and what you can measure. That's what healthcare is doing right now. Yeah. Doing a lot of counting and measuring, and we as Catholics, as Christians, see way beyond that. We see the infinite that we're caring for, you know, a body and soul. So, yeah. Right. So, right. priority of prayer and the sacrament. And that's a that's a great reminder too. I mean, it's something that's applicable to to certainly to healthcare workers, but also to everyone. And Catherine, if I may, I want to go back to you too as a, as incoming president. There's uh, what do you see as maybe particularly needed in this time? I mean, it's there. There are some things I can imagine that just forever span the the you know just the ages is what healthcare workers really need in terms of their own spiritual well-being and, and the the continued receptivity of the grace of God to continue on in their very important vocation. But are there things that specifically during this time, Carazio is thinking, well, this is what we need to provide for healthcare workers uh, due to the pandemic that we have endured and in some ways very much continue to endure? Yeah, I, I I would say you know the first thing is prayer, 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 um, and uh, and and our newsletter um, that is so accessible um, online offers so many um, options and so many beautiful ways to enrich, um, and I think right now that's that's where you know one of the big things is is that it's easy to go online and. Find Caratio at caratioapostolate.org. Um, and then um, also our, you can click right on our newsletter. Um, and I think just the sacraments and prayer and really focusing in on, you know, handing it over to God. And, mm-hmm. and that's the number one thing that, that I think Caratio is um, so supportive of. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, all of our online options. And then we also have options to be able to hear some amazing speakers and authors. Um, and if you can do it on your own time, because I know time is of the essence, especially now. Um, it just keeps spinning. <laughs> mm. And uh, yeah. like Diane said earlier, it's, uh, it's a little out of control, but that's the only way you can stay grounded, right? Right, right. Right. And I'm going to add, um, Patrick, we have um, an incredible uh, opportunity for anyone, you know, it had to be in healthcare to, to um, hear this presentation. But through the National Catholic Bioethics Center, I met a, bro- um, a brother, Colombo. He's an internist. He's in his formation year 
to become a Dominican priest. And he's translating um, the Ars Moriendi, which is the art of dying. And um, it's going to be published uh, 1st of August, but he's going to be, we're going to be one of the first people on uh, his, um, I guess it's not really a book tour, but um, one of the first people that he's going to be talking to about the translation. So, and the reason I think this is so timely is that he, this is the book. Are you familiar with it, Patrick? I am not, I, no. It was written during the bubonic plague for the precise reason that people were dying so rapidly that priests could not get to them to administer the sacrament. Mm. And how familiar is that to our uh, to what we've experienced? Um, sure. And the book, it, it goes in depth about um, helping us moderns hear that dying is dying is a part of life and that uh, we don't need to be afraid of it, but that relationship and how to prepare for it. So that's why it's called The Art of Dying. I want to say to that end, we have on our team, our Corazio team, such incredible souls. We have uh, the, the nurses who have put together the anointing crew and, and have backed them up in numerous ways. Um, to to allow the priest to you know safely administer the sacraments. Um, so it's you know as they say nothing really new under the sun, but you got to look around and see how can you do it with all of the challenges that we're facing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Well, yes, and just uh, we'll hit the uh, the specifics of that at the end of the show, but just so people are also okay. aware of it now, it's. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong about any of this, but it's an online discussion hosted by Carazio. It's entitled The Art of Dying as a Remedy for Souls, featuring a presentation by Brother Colum of Thomas, a Dominican friar and internal medicine physician. And he, that is going to be Tuesday, August 17th from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. And there's online right. registration as well. Great. All right. Did I get all that right, Diane? You got it. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes, Just yes. making sure. Yes. All right. Well, uh, unfortunately, we've, we're rolling into the end of our time here, but we want to thank you for your continued work and looking out for healthcare workers, and uh, we'll continue to pray for you. Please pray for us. Um, let me ask you, Diane, just uh, remind us of the Carazio website as well, in case anybody wants to learn more about Carazio. Absolutely. Um, it's com. And I really want to plug in uh, for people who are looking to really become refreshed. That's our retreat coming up September 10th through the 12th. It's a weekend retreat, and uh, Father Austin Lickey is giving us a retreat. He's one of the hillbilly Thomists, and um, it always proves to be an incredible, uplifting time for anyone in healthcare. Wonderful. All right. Well, yep. All information on that as well as the online Zoom uh, presentation and discussion, uh, The Art of Dying as a Remedy for Souls, all of that is available at CoratioApostolate.com. Well, Diane... Yeah, Diane, Catherine, thank you so much for joining us today on the Rediscover, the Rediscover Hour. Yeah, I'm going back to my old age. Practicing Catholic. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yep, I knew it would happen eventually. Anyway, thank you for joining us on Practicing Catholic, and may God bless you. Thank you, you. Thank you, Patrick. All right. Okay, we're going to head into our first break. When we return, from a leader in Delta Airlines to a leader in the Archdiocese, we'll meet Bill Lynch, the first ever Archdiocesan Chief Operations Officer. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. 